Tab, welcome back to the podcast studio at another episode of Sales with Aslan. How the hell are you? I am good. And, you know, I haven't seen you in a little while. You know, it's been we had a little break, uh, yeah. you know, between, you know, but it's good to be back, back in the studio. Yeah, back in the studio. Yeah, we, we had a little break. That probably was good for you, not for me. Probably no. good. Probably good for you. I can, I know a little bit of me goes a long way, but you, of course, are loved by Never. all at all times. Tom, that's impossible. Twenty <laughs> third, what thirty years? Probably. If, if we've been this for thirty years and we're not tired of each other yet, that's true. That's true. Good. We have because we worked together prior yes. to Aslan. We have been together now, almost thirty years. Twenty nine wow. to we thirty. We need to go years. together to Europe for celebrate our anniversary. Yes. Or <laughs> Tell it, yes. tell, we can yeah. tell Elizabeth and Claire. <laughs> to have it all be, although we did kind of do that. We went to Ireland and played. That golf is here. exactly. Yeah, right. that's true. That was so. we did. We've already celebrated our anniversary. Yeah, yeah. That's funny. That's funny. Oh man, well you know we we talked about the show, this you know kind of new year kicking mm-hmm. off the new year and what what do we want to talk about and we both agree. I think it's a good time to get back to the basics. Like let's yeah. you know get, we, the beginning of the years is about planning typically it's about restart refresh let's stop and take time to assess what we want to do what we want to accomplish how do we get there and by the way tab i suck at that <laughs> re, re, refocusing getting all fresh start. well no the, the concept no i'm Back all the about basics. the concept no i'm okay. all about the concepts i'm all about vision and planning i'm yeah, all yeah, about goal are. setting yes. i'm all about you know I've got mindset and being positive. I'm all about that. Yeah. What I suck at is actually the execution of it. And I shouldn't oh. say I suck at it. What I should say is I've had to learn to do it. I am not a natural. I don't, I'm not wired to write down my goals, to come up with a plan, to figure out what, how I need to navigate barriers. I'm a kind of a, I'm naturally wired to fly by the seat of my pants, kind of creative, you know, read the room. I know. Up, you know, I'm not a, but this is so critical of, I think, of being successful, especially as we potentially are moving into some strong headwinds. Whether we happens or not, I don't know. But everybody's talking about, you know, some a potential recession. And, you know, there's a lot of clients that we're talking to who are preparing for a tough market. But I think yeah, that's it is funny. Mind. Yeah, I mean, it is funny because I think regardless, some of you know some of our listeners are probably feeling that real mm-hmm. heavily in certain markets and industries right now. Yeah, because we you know we're seeing that, and then others are probably maybe maybe they're not. But I think this is relevant for anyone because we're going to have challenges no matter what. Think think about when we went into 2020, 2020 yeah, you know, it, people oh, we were, were running yeah, off we were that like, new year. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> like, "This is going to be awesome. This is going to be great." And all of a sudden, everybody gets smacked in the face, and the world fell apart. So, you know, you never know. Well, and, and you know, as uh, my mentor has said to me recently, he said, "You know, what you want to do is not predict, but position." Yes. Right. You don't. We can't predict the future. Like, there's no way to predict what's going to happen. And nope. as a matter of fact, you could just do not listen to this podcast, go buy stock. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> right. You can predict the future. Uh, yeah. Although maybe it's for entertainment value tab. Yeah. yeah entertainment yeah, things. But, but we want to position. So if you position it for, okay, the market might be down or we may have some headwinds there. Mm-hmm. We might head into a recession. What do I need to do if that happens? So you think about the things that could happen. Now's yeah. the time to stop. And I'm talking to myself stop 
and think about what is it that we want, how do we get there, and what are what are potential barriers to reaching our desired destination. But I think it starts with, as we were talking about, it starts with mindset because yes, I actually think that's the bigger barrier. Whether we head into a recession or it's the best market ever, people with the right mindset always seem to crush it. Yeah, they'll, they may have a dip or they may have whatever, but it doesn't matter. They press on and um, it really, I, I mean, you see the the mindset is so important in all markets because you'll see the opposite too. People yeah. get fat and happy because they don't have the right mindset. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You know that's what true. I meant? And then you kind of slide and you don't do the things you need to do and then it bites you later. So, you know, I do think this is a very, very timely kick off the year topic. Yeah. And it, it, I I think of it as two decisions. I'm interested to mm. see because you and I really haven't prepped too much for this this the show. Um, I know we both kind of have different thoughts about this and worked together for yeah. years, but but um, I think of it as two decisions. And I'm curious to see what you think, but mm -hmm. I'll share my two decisions first. I think the first decision you have to make to have developed the right mindset is either focus on the problem or focus on the solution. Right? Mm. If you focus on the problem, the problem expands. If you focus on the solution, the solution expands. Yep. Right. And so as I go back, like if we were starting to look at our market and let's just say there's a concern hmm. in our market that, you know, there's not the budgets are shrinking, for example. Well, one of the things that I've done before and I'm going, OK, that's scary. You know, it's if the budgets are shrinking and um, demand is down, you know, that that face value, that's a little scary. But then, you know, if you stop and say, well, what's the solution? What's the opportunity? Yeah. And so what's the size of the market? So the markets, I think in our market, let's just say our market is a $10 billion market. So mm. if it's, let's say it drops to 8 billion. <laughs> exactly. Let's say it drops in half. Let's say that our whole market drops from 10 billion to yeah. 5 billion. Yeah. I still have to get a really, really, matter of fact, I did a graph one time for myself and our team and the slice of the market that we had to win to hit our number was so small, you couldn't even see it in the yeah, pie chart. It's yeah. like, so you got a magnifying glass out. Yeah, I think we it. got opportunity. I think we can make it. I think we've got opportunity. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it is it is great. Like I was talking to a new, a new client the other day, and, yeah. and he said, he and I was just talking about goals for his team mm -hmm. in the upcoming year. He goes, right. we're gonna we're going to double sales in 2020, in the next 18 months. I'm like yeah. going... Because yeah. non-negotiable, we can do it all day long. We looked at the mark, same thing. It was the same thing. It's like, who cares what's going on in the world? There yeah. is so much opportunity. Uh, um, I love how you simplify that down. I like you can focus on the problem or the solution. It's just what I where are you going to put my, your mind? My greatest thing. And then, by the way, you who if you focus on the problem, you'll be right. If you focus on the solution, you'll be right. <laughs> That's right. You can all, and you can always find a problem. You can always, always. I, I'll never, I always think about this guy I met, Tab. He was actually, I mean, he was an acquaintance. He wasn't a friend necessarily. I just knew him and I had lunch with him. I guess I met him um, at a some kind of social thing and he was in real estate and we were talking about being entrepreneurs. We were young. I, I would say we're in our mid to late twenties. So this is in the eighties. This is before so you knew everything. At that no, point. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, I probably <laughs> thought I knew everything. He thought he knew nothing. I don't know. Uh, yeah. There's, you can go both ways, but he, he, I remember he said this to me. Now this is before the internet. Okay. He said, I don't think you can be an entrepreneur. All the good ideas have already been, 
all he said they're all done. All, all the good. He goes, the whole all the opportunity. Look, I mean, he said it. All the opportunities. Everybody's already figured everything out. Everything's been innovated. Everything's been developed. This is before the internet. Isn't that he was done. Crazy. His entrepreneurial he was all tapped out. Was zero. <laughs> yeah, it, we're done. I'm like, I've thought about that song. Like in a couple of more years, the internet was. I mean, and then of course now people, it's never ending. It's. I mean, you think about all the stuff that's been developed since that guy said that. I mean, oh, it's staggering because, because it was mindset. He saw. Yeah. He saw the opportunities small and declining, and other people, you know, which Are we positive. could name lots of them. Bill yeah. Gates might be one. Saw the, you know, uh, Steve Jobs, of course. Um, well, this goes simple. The guy that invented the Stanley drinking cup. Have you seen these? Or all, Yeti. All, yeah, or a Yeti. I mean, mm -hmm. whatever. I mean, like, really? What's the so, Stanley drinking cup? I don't it's know like, it's, I don't all the kids have them. College kids, high oh, school yeah. kids. Oh, it's just a big cup and it's got a straw in it. And it looks just like every other cup. And they charge double and it holds liquid just like all the other ones. And it's got a <laughs> straw it, in it. It holds liquid. And, it, and you, they can't keep them in stock. And I'm like going, wow, this there is, is unreal. So, there's always opportunity. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like, in the, like when, when COVID hit. Like, yeah. you just got to yeah. be able to shift. So you focus on the problem. The problem expands. You focus on the solution. The solution expands. The yeah. other thing I would say, the other decision to make is either you can focus on what you can control or you can focus on what, what you're concerned about. Uh, In other words, you know, as Covey talked about, there's the circle of concern and there's a circle of, in, uh, a circle of control or influence. What you can influence, or I think of it as control, and what 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 you're concerned about. What you're concerned about, like what happens in the market, what's going to happen politically, what's going to happen with the next pandemic, what you have yep. zero control over that. But you do have control over what you're going to do, what you're going to learn, how you can change your career, what you can flex. And so you can either get really caught up in things yeah. you can't control or you can get you can focus on what you can control. And I think those are those are two decisions that I try to make. Uh, and focus on as I think about my planning and my success or when I'm, I'm attacked with doubt yeah. and fear, you know, I'm like, ah, uh, well, I love that. And of course I, this is why you and I are such good partners. I could never come into a, pull this together in a beautiful two big things that now I'm going to stick here on my desk that I'm going to use, which I really like. Um, I well, totally agree you, with you. I love it. And you know, and I, and I, I wrote down a couple of things that I think feed beautifully into yeah. what you just said. And, and I, you know, you know me, I'm, I can be a little tactical. Um, well, I also know you have a really positive mindset. I don't think I've ever seen you negative. I've known well, you like, like you said at the beginning of this podcast, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty positive. Um, yeah. But I was, and I was just thinking about what are some things I do because I don't, I think I probably do fo focus on the solution more than the problem. Um, I, I would say number two would be more of a struggle for me. Um, mm -hmm. I do sometimes worry about things that are, you know, that are really yeah. not out in my control. I, I, I just, as a human being, we probably all do to some yeah. degree. It's, but all, it's I, a temptation for us all. I mean, yes, yes. But, you know, like you and know, I sometimes can be 
called a little overly optimistic, you know, <laughs> I mean, kind of been my thing, even though my wife says I'm becoming less and less optimistic every yeah, year that I'm married. Get, yeah, yeah. The older you get, like, well, bad things can happen. They are happening and they yeah. can happen. Yeah, yes, yeah. they can. But no, I just started jotting down a couple ideas. And it'd be interesting now to throw a couple of these out and see how they kind of match up with, with you kind of, well, how do, how do I try to create a positive mindset? I, you know, I, the first thing I wrote was I focus on, the good things I focus on silver linings. Mm. I always try to find a silver lining. I mean, I, I really have always done that. Um, like there's something good. Is something gonna good is going to come out of this. This feels bad right now, but some, this is going to make, this is going to make me better. It's going to make us better. There's going to be something. And, and, uh, you know, and I just, I don't know why I, I do that, that, but it, it fits right into what you said about, um, the, you know, the market drops or yeah. this happens, look, look at the opportunity this could create. That's mm -hmm. exactly what that is. It's just kind of having that mindset. That's so true. I mean, because you learn from pain. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It pain teaches pain's a great teacher. Oh, yeah. um, and so every time you struggle, you're learning that can be leveraged into learning something. So that's a great way because, yeah, we are going to we're going to hit. We're going to face headwinds. We're going to struggle. I mean, like, like our situation, like when we hit the oh, pandemic, yeah. all we did was do on-site workshops. <laughs> well, so we had to, what was the, what was the silver lining is we had to develop a virtual workshop and which improved our solution. That's it. We doubled our solution and now, and we need, we now offered something that we really needed to offer anyway. Yeah. Or, and, and we would be in a real bad spot right now if we didn't have it. So yeah. it's really good. So that was my first. The second thing I had was practice gratitude. Mm. Like oh, yeah. when I, the way I stay positive is I constantly focus on what I'm grateful for. There are so many things that you should be, that we should be grateful for. And when you, when you really tap it, I'm a big journal guy, you know that yeah. I journal every day and I just find I'm writing and I'm, I'm usually writing things I'm struggling with or whatever. And I always, mm. by the time I get to the end, I'm talking about all the things I'm grateful for, wow. you know, but Gosh, but look, you know, yeah. think of all these things that have happened that, you know, so I don't know. I just, that helps me with my attitude, like my positive good, yeah. mindset. Um, I'm struggling with that tab in my, as yeah? I've gotten older. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I've had to, and I realized that that's a choice. Like we just moved from the house we loved and we yeah. downsized for reasons that doesn't matter to share, but um, yeah. so that's been, a, that's been challenging. I wake up in a townhome now, not my home. Yeah. that I lived in for 18 years. And, you know, I used to walk down the hall to the kitchen and I'd look outside the backyard and I would see my backyard and I loved that view. And, you know, I, did, I loved my kitchen because <laughs> right. I like to cook. And now I walk downstairs and I hold on <laughs> to the railing because my knees are a little Your knee hurts. <laughs> my knee hurts, like a little arthritis, which makes me think about my arthritis, which makes me think I'm getting older. And, you know, and I just, it's like, I don't like it as much. Yeah. Right. And I can I think about it. what I can, and I have a choice. I can say, what is the positive? What's the good thing? Like, and I can either choose to think about the good things, the reason yeah. we bought the townhome, the reason yeah. we moved, or I can focus on my knee hurts. I have to walk downstairs. Oh, and I forgot something. I could go back upstairs. <laughs> Silver lining. I'm working out, Tab. I'm working out. See, you're See, habit stacking. Habit, habit stacking. stacking. I'm working See, out. See, you're good. Like, no, I, I don't. I think we all struggle with it. I do. But I, I think this is why this is such a good reminder. I mean, because yeah. I, I just think about your situation. I go, man, you're in a really great situation. A short term, 
you got some challenges, but my goodness, I see where it's going and what yeah. you guys are going to be doing a year, year and a half from now, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Well, I can choose to focus on maintenance, lack yeah. of maintenance. Like I have zero <laughs> right. yard. I have like, I don't even have any, I have no equipment. I have like, I don't have a lot more. Yeah. I don't have, I mean, I can focus on that. Or you I can, can play more on, golf. Think about yeah, that. I mean, Your golf game is going to skyrocket I mean, this spring. So good. So, so I love good. it. That's this is a great lining. reminder. So that's a silver lining and gratitude. Uh, my third thing was hang with positive fueling people. Oh, yeah. That's that's brilliant. That yeah. if you want to have a good mindset, who you mm -hmm. hang out with matters. And, you know, I, do they I, make I deposits in your bank account? Exactly. How do they see the exactly? And you just talk about if you're going through a hard time, set up a lunch with a positive person, go yeah. grab coffee with somebody. Um, uh, so anyway, I'm, I'm getting real tactical. I, love here. I hope that's no, OK. That's good. That's good. Because it was really good for me. I just started thinking through this. Um, this is another one that that I know you practice. Mm -hmm. Find the ways to have a victory every day. Yeah. You yeah. want to give yourself a positive attitude, positive mindset, mm -hmm. look for ways to have victories every day. And um, my last thing I had is, um, I don't know. I don't know if this is mindset yeah. positive, but that's okay. Um, I'm going to throw it out there because I, just I throw I, it out I, there. Tab. I'm throwing it out there. And, and to me, if you want to have a positive mindset, you, you need to be courageous. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds a little crazy, but you know what I'm saying? It's almost like, um, was well, the opposite of that is fear of failure. Yes. To me, fear of failure makes me have a negative mindset. It yeah. makes me scared. I start pulling in embrace and I, it, I embrace it and be courageous. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't, I'm not saying I do this. I, I struggle with this, but I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I, I remember Benjamin, me, and we bought a zoo, remember yeah. the movie, we bought yeah. a zoo. And yeah. one of my favorite lines in there was, and I wrote it down. You should sometimes, oh, you know, sometimes all you need is 20 seconds of insane courage, just literally 20 seconds of embarrassing bravery. And I promise you something great will come of it. I love, I love yeah. that quote. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, that's really what it is. And it's like, you got to just keep moving, you know, to be, have this positive mindset, keep moving. I'm, I'm reading a book that my wife introduced me to called Chop Wood, Carry Water, which I highly recommend by Joshua Medcalf. It's a simple little read, um, but so powerful. But he talks about um, how, you know, he says, that, I, mean, I just got to read this. Every little thing we do, no matter how mundane, matters greatly when it's multiplied by the number of times we do it. Over time, even the smallest habit or choice can change our lives immensely. Do you know what separates most wildly successful people from everyone else? Mm. Inches, John. Mm -hmm. That's all that separates them. Inches. It's it, it's you take inches <clears throat> and you inches over time. And see, that's what I mean. If you can kind of, and that's all about that right mindset, mm -hmm. because that's going to help you get the right mindset. This isn't big things. It can be a small thing. It goes, it kind of feeds into the have a victory every day, right? Yeah. It's um, like if you break it down, it's the mindset of I can, I can, it can be done. Yeah. Right. Versus saying, okay, this destination might be such a stretch for me. I want to double my income. I want to move from where I am now to where that person is. Yes. Yeah. Or I want to move from, I'm a sales rep to one day I want to be a CEO or yeah. I want to own my own company. And that might seem like a big stretch, but actually the people, which really 
nicely transitions us into the next point. That's it. It really comes down to developing a plan, mm-hmm. long-term plan, but also a short-term plan to say, look, we if we just break this thing down. Oh yeah. It is achievable. It is, it is. And that's one of the things that I think you're right about every successful person uh, that I've ever met. And, and I, when I, and I don't mean that has really, it's always related to making money or business. Yeah, just successful in whatever they're endeavor successful they in do. role they're in, whether they're, you know, a stay at home mom or dad, or they're uh, teach school or their yeah. CEO or whatever. They are passionate about breaking things down and coming up with a plan and measuring it and yep. figuring it out and then working their plan. Yeah. Which is the only reason that I've had to learn how to do it because I know it's required and it's really hard for me because I'm not naturally wired that way. Yeah. I am not naturally wired, but I think that brings us to the next thing. So starts with mindset. Like we go into the next year, we've got to first, let's look at our mindset. Do we have, are we challenged with kind of seeing the negative versus the positive and all the things that you shared about how we are grateful. Um, We focus on what we can control. Um, We look for the silver lining. Um, We break it down to the daily successful victories, as you said, which I think, I think the next step is to say, okay, what is our plan? Right. Yeah. Like what? Okay. That's great. I got a great mindset. That's that's where I am. Yeah. Like my natural, I'm like, yeah, man, let's go. Just do it. Like, you know, but this is the devil's. And as you said, the devil's in the details, this is where you're more tactical. And I think the, the, the first thing I would say about developing a plan is just stop. And I am talking to me right now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, Stop. I cannot tell you the number of times I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to carve out some time. And as soon as I, I mean, I just did this like the week between Christmas and new year's. I actually did it. I stopped. Yeah. And I spent probably a half a day mm-hmm. just thinking through. And it's amazing. Like coming up with a plan. First of all, what do I want? Like, yeah. like right in that, like, what do you want? Like if you go to kayak, the first thing they do is say, what's your destination? You yep. can't do anything in kayak or trip advisor or wherever, any tool that helps you plan a trip until you write in a destination. And that's so true for us in life. It's like, where do you want to, what do like, what do you know? We have goals for Aslan. We have goals, personal goals. We, I have, I have goals, you know, related to real estate. I have goals. The, what, what is it that I want? And I think that's the first step. And I think, and this is again, where I don't naturally do this, but actually write it down where you could show somebody, which has a huge impact on whether you achieve it because your focus determines your desire. If you write it, like we've talked about, we want to go to every state in the country. Yeah. And like, that's become a goal. Now I want that. I don't even know why I want it. Like, Oh, you've been to, you've been to Iowa. Yes. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I did it. Glorious thing. I want to, I want to do it. Yeah. Well, I, I, a hundred percent agree with you. Mm -hmm. And, and it's kind of like, um, it's it's so easy to and i don't i mean to me that the harder part is okay i know where i want to go i'm not i think you're right you do have to take time to figure out where you want to go i mean what do you want to do but then to your point you then have to develop a plan to pull it off to execute it and you know i don't know this this is a study you you may have seen this 
Harvard. I, I don't even know if it's true. I've, I've, I've researched and it. There's some people say it's true. Some people say it's not. Supposedly, it was a Harvard MBA study from 1979. I've heard that, about this. Did you yeah. remember this? And was prior yeah. to graduation, they asked, have you written goals down yeah. before they graduated? And have you put a plan to attain it? Mm-hmm. And then it basically was 84% of the people had not had no goals. I mean, they're yeah. just like, they, hey, I, I got an MBA from Harvard. I think that's true. But, no, yeah, I do think that's true, too. Then you got 13% of the class had written goals, but no concrete plans. And that makes sense to me, too. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, I got some goals, some specific mm-hmm. things, kind of what you just said. I have a destination. I know that I want to go to all 50 states. You know, I yeah. don't want to do this. And then only 3% did both. They had uh-huh. a plan. They wrote it down, and they had an action plan around it. And then they kind of came back around 10 years later and – and and it was interesting. The thirteen percent that had written but didn't have an action plan had done two times were two times made two times more money than the eighty four percent. Okay. Yeah. The three percent that did both made ten times more than all the rest of them. Uh, uh, yeah. And again, you could apply that to money or anything you want. Anything do you want, but, but that, I that believe the it. point about the plan. It's just, I believe it's so true. So you do, it does help to have, to have a destination to know where you want to go, which I think, by the way, that's huge. Yeah. Well, the hardest part people is don't if have you, that. If you, if you get the destination and you get the plan, um, you know what to say yes to, and you know what to say no to. <laughs> exactly. It's like, you know, I, I, I tell you the one area where I did this well is in, when I was young was football. I wanted yeah. to be from the time I, I, I bet it was like maybe seven or eight years old. I wanted to be a professional football player. And I was clear about what I wanted to do and how I was going to get there. I didn't have the God-given talent, but I, I, but I made it pretty far. I and mean, I remember people would come over to my house. I still remember this. I still can't believe I did it. They came over to my house. It was maybe Saturday night, and I was lifting weights. And they said, we're all going to a movie. You want to go? It was all girls, by the way. Oh my gosh! You yeah. just changed the story completely. Yeah, like all the, this girl that I really liked, and I said, "Want to go to the movie?" I said, "No." Well, why don't you want to go? Because I'm working out. I had a plan. I was going <laughs> yeah, like, to. I look back on that. What an idiot! <laughs> I was. I was. You know, and I got. You know, I got to college level, but I didn't get to pro level. But you know, so I had to come up hey, with a plan. That's awesome. <clears throat> I mean, that's a perfect. But thing. it does tell you. It's like I was connected to this plan and this destination. So saying no to that was actually not difficult. They couldn't believe it. But yeah. saying no to that was not a big deal for me. I knew what I wanted. And I think that's the the problem because once you're focused, you know, foc- focused time, you know, focus, what is it that statement of focus energy over time equals momentum or oh, yeah, like well, the laser kind of idea. Yeah, it's just- a laser idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's power. Well, I, know. I love it. Well, I mean, the, the, where I really learned the power of this was right out of college and, um, I'm a big talker, you know, I, I spe- mm. especially when I was younger. I mean, I, I had my list of 50 things I was going to do before yeah. I died and all this stuff, you know, destination has not ever been much of a problem, you know, but, yeah. I, but it was like, and I was talking to this one guy, one of my things was, this guy was talking about, he'd run a marathon. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know what? That's on my list. That's one of the things I'm going to do. I'm going to run a marathon before I die. And he goes, okay, when, when are you going to do it? I said, I don't know. Someday he goes, well, well, you're never going to do it if you don't go ahead and decide you're going to do it. You're young. Just do it now. I'm like, it's a good point. Okay, you're right. Uh, I'm going to do one this year, 1990, whatever it was. He goes, yeah. all right. I said, good. I kind of like ready done. to leave. He goes, got, no, 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 no. Which one are you going to do? Oh, I don't know. What's a good one? He said, well, New York. <laughs> if I was only going to do one, I'd do New York. I said, all right, I'm going to do the New York Marathon, 1990. <laughs> he goes, I'm trying to leave. He goes, no. 
Okay. You know, um, how, how do you have any goals of how fast you want to complete this? He goes, I don't know. What's a good one to the gates of well, less than four hours. I could, can I do that? He goes, of course, if you train right, you can do it. I said, okay, I'm going to do the New York marathon, 1990, whatever, <laughs> under four, four hours. hours. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Now I'm leaving for sure. And he said, okay, so now we got to put our plan together. And this is what I was talking to you about. Um, mm -hmm. and this is what's so powerful. Um, and then I said, okay, he said, so what we're going to do is we're going to sit down and we're going to put together. And it was like three months and it started small. And then we just had increments. So every, and you just, you yeah. just, you ran this much. And then on Saturday you add, you went a little, a mile further and two mile mm -hmm. further. And it was crazy, Tom. That's when I really learned the power of a goal and, and developing an action yeah. plan. That is, then you that, show up at the race. And it's not even, well, a, it, and it kind easy. of breaks it down. Like a marathon to me sounds impossible, yeah. but when you break it down to like, well, I'm going to first run this long and then I'm going to run this long. And I've heard people talk about their plan and it's very defined. Yeah. Then all of a Your sudden, son's really good at this. Yeah. Then all of a sudden it becomes a, um, <laughs> you know, you remind me of something else. That's why you want to write it down and why you want to nail it mm -hmm. is because when you go public with it, like you told that guy, yeah. like he, he asked you and you said, <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah, drives it into action. Now I'm going to look like an idiot if I don't do it. I mean, I'm out there. I'm committed. Yeah, and and that's what that's what I did with the book. I purposely did yes. that with the book because I knew that if I went public with it, and I wrote, you know, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to go public yeah. with it. I'm going to tell people. And it took me a while, mm -hmm. but I felt I felt like um, I, I had to commit to it. I mean, I committed to it. I went public, so I think that's important. You might get some people that you know you that you know communicate they're not believers in it but that's okay it's worth it's worth holding yourself accountable to something totally. because once you say it you're going to feel like you need to do it even if you fail it's you're you're better off going mm -hmm. for it and failing um yeah i totally agree hey now have you ever have you ever done this is something i've just been connected to have you ever heard of vision boarding have you no. ever done anything around that with goals? This no. is kind of the new thing I've I've just been bumping into. It's been around forever, but all it is is it's um it's like um a collage of images or words that represent a goal. Like okay. I'm a I'm a very visual person, so I've yeah. had an experiment. That, makes, with that this, probably this makes it. Yeah, that probably makes it um more tangible, or maybe creates you more of emotional connection. Yeah. To pages. Yeah, well, one of these guys I read his book and he had, he wanted to make a hundred thousand dollars. You know that like that was, yeah. this is a long time ago. So he had a big hundred thousand dollar bill over his bed on on his ceiling when he was like right out of the college, and it was like so every day he woke up to that. I mean, I'm, that's cheesy, but yeah. but I mean, but there's I don't know. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna experiment with that. I mean, I think that's I think pretty that's... cool because you guys kind of either words or images that can help you. I think of... I, yeah, I have and I have little things that I'll write that. Um, you know, that will encourage me to do uh, certain things or remind me of certain things. I think that's important mm -hmm. for us to build, like I have a little rock on my Oh, that's good. See, that's you a, know, like that's I have a, a little symbol, little things that remind me of things I care about or things yeah. I've committed to. I think all of that goes into the planning, you know, but I want to say something real quick before we can move on to the last one um, about planning. It's very tactical for sales reps mm -hmm. is stop and think about, you know, most of us have grow, defend, and acquire. You know, we have the responsibility to grow, defend, and, or defend, grow, and acquire. Mm -hmm. You know, I've got accounts I got to defend. I got accounts I need to grow. 
And the hard ones are, I have accounts that I need to acquire. Yep. And I, you know, I think one of the best ways to plan is to sit back and say, okay, if I defend the accounts that I have, what will I, what will my number be? Okay. And then I, what accounts can I grow? Mm-hmm. And then, okay, well, that means if I grow the accounts that I have and I defend the accounts that I have, then I've got to still, I still got to sell X number. Yep. So this percentage, this 20% yeah. is going to have to from, come from acquire and yeah. that's hard. If I want to sell a million and a half dollars yeah. and I'm going to get, a, I'm going to get 750,000 from my defendant to grow, then I got to land $750,000 of new logos. Now, what is the metrics that I need to look at that's going to help me land that? So if I have to, you know, if what's the pipeline, like literally nail down that everybody that's ever successful in sales has a pipeline and they know the numbers and they like, okay, I got to meet with 50 people that lead to 10 opportunities and I close two. Okay. So great. So, well, then what do you, what are the metrics to have 50, 50, you know, 50 meetings. And so they just, there, it's not it's not a fuzzy to them. They're very clear. And so then they and then go back to your daily victories and they break it down yeah. to inch by inch or day by day, however you want to think about it. Here's what I need to do today. And they do it first, but they have a plan. Yep. No, I love it. I, I think it's awesome. And I, I think, aren't you always amazed? You're probably like me. You're amazed that um, the number that I pick for the year that I'm going to sell, I almost always sell that much. Like, yeah. Why don't I pick a bigger number? Every yeah. year I pick a bigger number and I sell more. I think I'm you a bigger number this year. Too. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's silly. And there is something in our brain that when we do that, when we, it, it's just like, mm-hmm. there's something in us. I don't know what it is. There's some probably neuroscientist out there who's could, could answer that question for us. But, but it does, it call. does, it does drive. Well, I think it's because it drives your behavior. It's yeah. like, once you focus on something and marketing knows that if they can get you to focus yes. on it, they want it. And so it it starts to engineer in, in your behavior. It pulls you towards what you focus on. But I think there's one other thing that I think it's key to starting the year. And this is the thing. I think what we talked about so far is probably pretty intuitive. I've met very few people that do this last thing. Yeah, well, I and know. This, and this is this is so you 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 start with a mindset. Okay, this is what I think I need to do, and I'm gonna develop this positive mindset and. And, and focus on the solution and focus on what I can concern what I can control, but to develop my plan. <laughs> but here's what we don't do. We don't assess our ability to execute the plan <laughs> because yeah. we all have gaps, mm-hmm. right? We all have a gap. We all have talent that we are, you know, that's God given that we're just like, it's special. It's our superpower, yeah. but we also have gaps. And our, <laughs> our denial <laughs> works against us and keeps us from seeing our gap because gaps are painful. Yep. And I remember, so what we've got to do to make sure that we're going to be successful and operate as high at the highest level possible is we've got to seek feedback. We've yep. got to seek feedback and help and ask other people, trusted people into our lives mm-hmm. to help us figure out you know, do we have a discipline problem, a capability problem? Is there a, a knowledge problem? Is there, mm-hmm. do I have the wrong values? But I've got to bring, I've got to invite people into my life to help me see because denial is going to keep me from really seeing what I call the sign above your head that everybody sees that I can't see. And it's mm-hmm. the thing that's keeping me from really potentially being as successful as I need to be. And I don't think it's an option. 
we all have gaps that we don't see. We all have blind spots. Everybody. And the older you get, the more you realize that, I think. You just kind of realize there are a lot more than you than you thought. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, I was uh, shocked when I was doing research for the book. Uh, I was shocked when I was, wa- I was watching um, 60 Minutes, and they talked about why cancer is such such difficult to kill or eradicate or treat, however you want to call it, is because your immune system doesn't know it's there. Mm. And so they, therefore it just your runs body rampant. just doesn't it just runs rampant. If your your body, if your immune system knew mm-hmm. that cancer cells were growing, if it knew it, it would just kill it. Mm. And so one of the ways they they started to be successful at treating brain cancer, that's what the focus of the 60 Minute show was on, is they would inject um, polio into the cancer and the body would pick up polio and attack polio. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it also, by the way, kills yeah, the cancer. Yeah, get the cancer. And yeah. I thought that's exactly what happens to us related to our performance. Denial is the cancer to our performance. It's like we don't know what cancer quote unquote cancer is keeping us, but there's something. And so I would highly recommend that you sit down with somebody. I mean, first of all, yeah, sure. Watch your game films, listen to your calls. Like I watch myself present or, Mm -hmm. you know, I, you know, I, there's certain things you can pick up by seeing yourself Mm -hmm. that will expose some of your blind spots, but I would find people that you trust who love you, who know you, and you ask them the question, what are you afraid to tell me that might hurt my feelings? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You know, how do I make other people feel? What do I need to do that I don't know? Mm-hmm. And um, and it's a lot less painful for them to tell you something that you're asking them for than to find yeah. out later. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Um, and, and it's awesome if you have somebody who can observe you and watch you. Yeah. You know, like if and you, I, get, and you, you know, could get, you could just get Mary tap. Well, that's true. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't even have to ask my wife that yeah. question. She gives me feedback anyway. <laughs> yeah. I was, I went out, I mean, I was, I was with a group of people not too long ago and I mean, a great example of blind spot. And, um, I, I was, a lot was going on at work. I was distracted and we left and she goes, you don't listen. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about and she goes so and so said this and then you said this which basically just demonstrated because you asked the same question you asked the question they just answered so you You know it's like it's like yeah it's like hey i'm from idaho and then i go where are you from idaho you know it was like one of those oh that idaho yeah oh yeah yeah then you try to cover it you know like like, so like i would have no idea had my wife not said that to me and had and and i you know and, and and yeah that's a little painful but I, I, I realized she's been right. She's right. I've been distracted and I'm having a hard time listening because my brain is focused on trying to solve problems in my business or my personal life or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Me. And I need to, you know, so I've got to, I've got to seek feedback. Yeah. And it's, it is funny because like, I feel like I do that pretty well in sales, but I don't do it well at home. Yeah. Good point. And which is it, and which makes me, I mean, that's sad. It's like I'm doing. I'm going. Gosh, I'm doing exactly what I train and teach and encourage people not to do. I go home and I do the exact opposite. I make assumptions and I, yeah. I do all those things. So, no, I think it's it's really good. Um, I, I I um 
I was kind of thinking through one other way. I, I I'll get feedback. I don't know if you mm-hmm. do this. Like, what about? I'm gonna throw this out and get your take on this. What about getting feedback from your customers? Yeah, I, have I, you done I, that? I've done that, but I don't trust it. Okay. Because I think I, I what I do trust what they tell me, but I don't yep. trust I'm seeing the total picture. But as right. as a data point, though, like I one do believe of, it's a data point. I think it's, it's great to stay. And I also not think just you, do that. Not just do that. Like if I say, um, you know, hey, you know, how do I make you feel? Like some of the ways, like how do I treat you? Do I come across as other centered or self centered? Are there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it might be difficult for them to tell me the truth because most people think when you're asking for feedback, you're really asking for a compliment. Yeah. And what do you think about true. this? Oh, I think you're awesome. Thanks. Uh, you know, right. it's like it's it's hard for um, but I do think it's a data point. I definitely think, uh, and I also think if you're sensing something or you know there might be a gap and yeah. you reveal that gap to them, yeah. And so you're narrowing them in on something. Hey, I feel like I've always done this. I always try to I've been trying to sell you this one thing, and I realize yeah. I may not really understand your business and I'd be blah, 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 or I've kind of approached it and I've realized I need to change, which is the way we kind of tell people sometimes to say, Hey, look, I've been selling the same way. And now you have just went through this training and you taught me to sell a different way. How do I have these conversations with my customer? Cause I just been showing up and saying, Hey, what are you doing? And yeah, nice to see yeah. you. Is anything I can help you with? And now you want me to have this more in-depth business discovery, blah, 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 blah. And how do I do that? Yeah. Well, I think the one thing is just own it. And so if you own it and you feel like, Hey, I might have some gaps here, and, I, and that's really what I was the, talking about. Yeah. 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 I, I, cause I've done that a few times and I, sometimes I've been amazed at what I've heard, what I've received back, like going, goodness gracious, that's good, yeah. good feedback. Um, but I, I'm with you. I'm, I mean, I know we've done a lot of this, but for each other and on our team, get somebody that you trust to see you, watch you, observe yeah. you and, and, you know, and, you know, make sure that person, you have a good because what I've seen people do, I've seen this sometimes too, which I think this is what you mm-hmm. were alluding to. Make sure that you set the expectations, and it's somebody that really you trust. And because you know what I mean, because some people I get see them get really nervous. They're going to get feedback, and they they're not really good because they're so concerned about messing up or something like that. And like, you don't want that. So you've got to have somebody that you go, listen, I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to do some things. Well, some things are going to be, may not be perfect. I know that when we're done, we have a coffee later. I really want you to tell me where I can improve, but I'm not going to worry about that now. Well, as I I go into this presentation. I like to like, if I've, if I've had a meeting, for example, or I've had a presentation, because you guys always give me feedback. We always, that's like you said, that's part of our culture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know when I've screwed up. Like yeah, I know I when I didn't listen or I know when I, and I'll say that I like, look, I know I could have done this. This is, is there anything else that I'm missing? Or, or the other option is like, let's just not worry about that. I dropped the ball there. Yeah. I don't want feedback. Yeah. I know. I, I just, did. I, 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 wanna, I don't need that. <laughs> I want to take my, here's where I want feedback. I want my best performance. Like, yeah. okay. So this is my best opportunity. Mm-hmm. I, that I, I feel like I crushed, I crushed it. Yeah. Or, or or I have somebody that's walked with me for a while and knows me mm-hmm. and, you know, and say, I think I'm this way. What is it like to sit across from me? Am I wrong? And, yeah. you know, and that that's, I think that'll help you. I think I want to say one other thing as we close tab is 
if you're a leader, one of our biggest challenges as a leader is to get, is to have, is to have teachable team members. Oh gosh. Yes. Right. You know, is to have team members. We all want team members sitting across from us saying, Oh, please give me feedback. Please no. coach me. If you want that from your team members, the best way to do that is for you to get feedback. Like if yeah. you give feedback from them and you are teachable, you will have a teachable team. Yeah. If you are not teachable, they won't be teachable. But if you role model that and you're willing to seek feedback, your team members will go, well, this is just part of the way it is. This is our culture. Yeah. He's humble. She's humble. I'll be humble. Uh, and you know, so that's all of our big clients that, that crush it. That's what they do. They create that culture. They have enough people that create that culture. Yeah. And the way you said it earlier, the great way to do that mm -hmm. is remember you were like, tell me something. I know, you know, it's, you know, tell me something that I wouldn't want to hear. I yeah. love it might that. Hurt my feelings. They'd hurt my feelings. I want to hear that. I need to hear that. And versus give me some feedback. I yeah. mean, and I'd be like, "Yo, you're great, Tom. You're the yeah. best." Yeah, you know, like you might want to narrow in discovery. You could have the build yeah. out. You could put pick something, and I also would say, be an emotional place where you can hear it. Like, don't give feedback if you're in a vulnerable place. If you're already feeling bad about yourself, if you if you're feeling bad about yourself, get feedback about what you're good at. Like, you also yeah. need feedback about, hey, I'm you have. I mean, this is true. Everybody really has a superpower. Point. Like people, there, yeah. everybody's been gifted with a unique thing that they do better than everybody else. I mean, I just believe that. Like, some people are just. Yeah super good at math and some people are really good at and so and by the way if you have a court you have a really you have a strength you have a corresponding weakness you have a corresponding yeah. weakness you have a course whatever so sometimes you need to get feedback one of your blind spots is what your talent is like i don't also yeah. that's where i struggle sometimes like what should i do more of and what should i do less of but ultimately it's all about moving you to your sweet spot like yeah. being in that place mm -hmm. but i will tell you man if you if, if somebody said to hey tom You've been in sales for blah, blah, blah years. I don't, I don't even know how many more years I've been in sales, 30 plus years. You've worked with hundreds of companies. You know, you've done whatever, you've seen whatever. What's the one thing I would do? I would say this. I would say seek feedback. Like that, no, very few people, very few people actually ask people. And you know what? It, it really reveals your motive. If you really are, your goal is to serve your customers. Mm-hmm you will, you will figure out how well you're doing. That's it's kind of like, if your goal is to create a product that your customers want, what do you do? You get feedback. Hey, does it work? Do you like it? Oh, it's, it's so funny. I was talking to this customer the other day along these lines and he, yeah. he was, we had just won the deal and he had gone through different presentations. He had had presentations. He said, Tab, I just got to tell you, I don't know how a couple of these companies are in business. Yeah. Like, do they not, do they not get any feedback from anybody? He said those words and I said, what do you mean? He goes, it's so awful. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's just so awful. He's you get one hour and somebody gives you six, 75 slides. I mean, he just said, I, and he, he said those words about feedback. So I was just thinking, I think you're right. I don't think people get any feedback. People I think not. people just, do their thing. They go and they just do volume. I'm just going to go pitch in front of enough people or I'm going to do whatever. And that's really difficult to be highly successful. Yeah. It, 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 people really, they really don't. I, I think yeah. it's very, very few people, but it's always keeping you from the next level. Like it, there, yeah. there's, 
Um, but I think again, if, if we're, if we're about serving and it's not about us, the feedback's not a problem. It just helps. <laughs> and by the way, getting unsolicited feedback will tell you what your motive is. <laughs> you know, it's like right. you find out, Hey, like if, if, if like for the rep you're talking about, let's say yep. they got that feedback. Hey, all you did is you showed up and you showed you 70 slides. And I didn't really like that. Well, if the rep doesn't write that down and change or, or is grateful for that, man, that would hurt, but is grateful for that feedback. Then it tells them their role, their, their motive is not to serve. That, that's it. That's it. And you're dying for that kind of feedback. And I learned that from you early when we started Aslan, Remember, because we were figuring everything out, Tom. Yeah. I would go, you go, come watch me. <laughs> and some of them were just all, remember the early days? It was like, oh, man, God. we really screwed. And we were in it together. But yeah. but you can't have, you can't, you have to have tough skin. You know, yeah. you've got to know we're going to fail. We're going to mess up. We're going to not oh, do I it think perfectly. Think about how bad some of those early, I think oh. I'm like, oh my God. Well, I mean, and you know, and a lot of times we, you know, we just, we, it's that, it's the inches, it's the yeah. inches. The customer thinks it's great. That it was awesome. We got the deal and all that, but then you need to be going back mm -hmm. and going, yeah, but how could I have done that better? What yeah. could I have improved? You know what? That felt awkward. I, they didn't know it, but I need to tighten that up. Yeah. So I agree. I agree. It's, it's so, it's so powerful. And the thing is, is if, and again, every time you do that, you just get better and better and better. But I will tell you, I've never done it perfectly. <laughs> no, well, I'm with you there. Yeah, I mean, I've you know, as long yep. as I've been doing what I've been doing, I'll never do it perfectly. And so mm -hmm. there's always something I can get better at. And so the the question is, do you know what it is? And and the more feedback you get, obviously, the easier it will be to be successful. So. Yeah. Get feedback. The best people in the world know they have a blind spot. They seek feedback. It's less painful when you ask, uh, and it just makes you better, and it reveals your motive. All right, Tab, I think this was good. Hopefully, this was encouraging, helpful way to start the year, develop a mindset, the right mindset. Stop and do the plan. Do the numbers. Do the analysis. Yeah. Fill in what you want. Go public with it. Write it out. Come up with the details of what it's going to take to hit your plan, and then Go through an assessment process. What is your, really there's four areas. It's either, is, is there a discipline problem that you need to address? Is there a capability? How well do you do it? Is there something you don't know? Do you have the expertise to lead the customer to the best solution? Do you know what their problems are? Do you know what's on their whiteboard? Are you kind of just reacting and hoping they'll buy from you, but you don't really know how to solve their problem? It's a knowledge gap. Or is there, or really you're, you're not really about serving your customers. It's really more about earning a commission, which is going to keep you from earning your commission. Right. <laughs> uh, so right. seek, seek feedback from people who love you and know you and you trust. All right, Tab. Well, uh, great seeing you. Hopefully this was helpful. And guys and gals and other people, all people, all people's Tab. All people. All people. Whatever the people are, all people. Give us feedback. If you, if you like the show, give us feedback and tell us. If you don't like the show, give us feedback. That's what we've been talking about. Yes. We need to get better. Um, and join us for the next episode of Sales with Aslan.